I was that kid that rode the bus every day throughout high school. And no matter how much I begged and how much money I saved up, my parents were like, no, it's not a good idea for you to own your own car. And so when I finally got my first car, it was like, la, even though it was a junker. But a few years later, somebody gave me a car. And this was the car that I wanted. It was a Jeep Wrangler where the top came off and I could like take it four-wheeling, had bigger tires, awesome. And I had to go to Montrose to pick it up and I was so excited and I called one of my best friends and I was like, hey, I'm getting the Jeep, it's, it's awesome. It wasn't brand new, but it was new to me. I was so pumped and I was like, when I get back, we're going out. We're just like gonna go out to dinner, we're gonna have a girl's night, we're gonna get ice cream, it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna take my new ride, I'm gonna take the top off. I don't know how to take the top off yet, but I'm gonna figure out how to do it. And so, we're gonna do it, and they're like, yes. So I get to their house, and I have like taken the top off, and then I got to their house, and when I go in to like get my friend, it starts pouring down rain, hailing actually. And so I'm like, I don't even know how to put the top back on. And so we're out there in the rain, and we're just getting soaked, and we're trying to put the top back on. And I'm like, we're still taking the Jeep. We're still, has the top on, but we're taking it on our girls' night, we're doing it. And so we go down the road, and it's raining and it's so windy. And the wind just kind of beating against the car. And all of a sudden I'm like, man, this thing's not shifting right. It's just not getting enough go in it. It's kind of sluggish. And so I'm like hitting the gas. And I'm like, it's a new car. I don't really know how to drive it exactly. Maybe it's just a little finicky. And then all of a sudden it just clonks out right in the middle of Patterson. And um, my friend looks over and she's like, yeah, uh, you gotta put gas in your new car. And I'm like, yes, gas, right? So a vehicle does not run without fuel. And human beings, similarly, we need fuel. We can't run our lives on empty. We have to have something inside of us. And the gas, a car only has one gas tank. I know there's lots of tanks and levers and stuff, but ultimately you only fuel the gas tank in your vehicle. Humans, were more complex, we're more complicated. And so we have multiple tanks in our life that we have to keep an eye on because we cannot live running on empty. And so I would present to you today that we have at least three tanks in our lives. We have a physical tank. Our physical tank is things like eating and sleeping and exercising, right? These are our physical needs and we have to make sure that we physically are staying full and we have enough gas in our tank. These gas tanks are very heavy. Who's in charge of this? Skylar, okay, good. All right, so if we have things in our life that we're doing like not, did you know that doctors say that students in middle school should get 11 to 13 hours of sleep per night? Seriously, that's what they say. And the reason they say that is because your body's going through the change, right? Adolescence and puberty and hair is growing in your armpits and like weird stuff. Weird stuff's happening, right? And so if we're not getting enough sleep, that's like taking some of that fuel that runs that tank and just we're pouring it out. We're just, I mean, how many hours? How many of you get seven hours of sleep on a school night? How many, at least, seven at least? Six. Okay, six, right? How many of you get, actually get eight? Nine, 10. Anybody in the room average at least 11 hours of sleep per night, which is the minimum, good job, 
the minimum the doctors want you to get. No, we don't. And so what we're doing is we're pouring out our physical tank and then we're trying to live with our tank partway full, partway empty. And that starts to add up. There's other things we can do that empty our physical tank. We have our physical selves. We also have our emotional selves, okay? And certain things fill our emotional selves and certain things drain our emotional selves. Good friends fill, right? But other things drain like drama, right? That's like, that's like pouring out. We're like, we're like trashing part of our emotional selves. And then we have to figure out how do we live? We're not getting enough sleep. And now our friends are being dramatic. So guess what? We're tired and we're stressed. And that begins to build up. That's like living on empty in more than one tank. And then we have another tank. The other tank in our life is our spiritual tank. And our spiritual tank gets filled up in other ways. When we plug into God, when we focus on the Lord, that fills our spiritual tank. But what drains our spiritual tank? Twink, twink, I said twink. I meant to. Spiritual tank, right? Drained by sin, by secret sin, by hiding our sin, by feeling guilty about our sin, like all these things dump out of our spiritual lives and we end up feeling empty. Now, if you're a little bit empty physically and a little bit empty emotionally and a little bit empty spiritually, three tanks half full, three tanks less than half full, you're gonna start running on empty in all areas of your life. Now, you might be thinking, Pastor Jail. Why does this matter? Well, you don't want to run out of gas. You don't want to get to the point where you're just in crisis all the time. And I know way too many middle school students that are living on empty. And when you start to get physically tired, emotionally tired, and spiritually tired, things start happening. Like last week, there was a tragedy at Junction High School, right? What happened to that student? We don't know the fullness of his story, but I'll tell you what I see. Somebody is running on empty. Somebody had multiple tanks in their life empty, and they didn't know how to fill them. And when I listen to the story of teenager after teenager after teenager in the last 20 years talk about, I'm hurting, I'm depressed, I'm self-harming, I'm thinking about suicide, do you know what the resounding theme that comes back to me as I listen to students? They're running on empty. One or more of these tanks, and I don't care who you are, where you've been, what you've done, how smart you think you are, how old, how young, how whatever, you cannot cheat this system. You as a human being will run out of gas. And if you don't learn to gauge the fuel on each one of these levels in your life, your physical self, your spiritual self, and your emotional self, you will hit a place where you get desperate. And we don't want that to happen to you, so why does this matter? Because we don't want you to run out of gas. We want you to stay full in your life. And so today, we're gonna start talking about how do you gauge this? How do you watch, how do you know how full these different tanks are in your life? So we're gonna start with the physical tank. And what we wanna do is we wanna ask you guys what you think would be physical tank fillers. We've got physical filler, tank fillers, and we've got physical tank tankers when you're like, Hey, how'd you do that on a test? And you're just like, I tanked it. That obviously means you got the lowest score, right? So we're calling them tankers. And those are things that obviously empty out your tank. So what's gonna happen is Pastor Jail and Pastor Wheeler right there. And so if you can think of a physical tank filler in your life, we want you to say it and we will write it up on this board. Eating healthy. Eating healthy. That's right. Like Chick-fil-A 
every day. What? Keeps the doctor away, right? Exercise. Exercise. That is right. Exercise is a great one because if you exercise, you get stronger and you will, you're like, your lungs will feel better, your heart feels better, you, you are less likely to be overweight and things, so you're gonna feel better. I, I hate working out, but when I work out, I feel better. And it makes me mad because that makes me have to do that. Sleeping in on the weekend. Sleeping in on the weekends a little bit. Sometimes you gotta catch up on sleep. Doing things that make you happy. Doing things that make you happy. Now, there are definitely th physical things. Like, when you're happy, you feel good physically. But obviously, there's emotional tanks, too. And so when we do things that f make us happy, those things can help us physically. It's good when our emotional tanks are full. Sometimes we can physically feel better. Oftentimes, when people are depressed, they feel tired. They feel sleepy or they feel weak. And that says that our emotional tanks and our physical tanks they can be kind of connected. Let's go over here. Going outside. Going outside, getting a little vitamin D from the sunshine. Humans literally need the sun, not too much or else you get sunburns and skin cancer, right? But if you get enough, right, your body produces vitamin C, D when you get out into the sun. Fresh air so you don't get sick like me. All of that stuff is important. So getting more sleep on the weekdays? Right, and getting more sleep on the weekdays rather sleep, than... sleep, man. man. So this is what generally happens is you're going to hop on your cell phone before you go to bed, and you're going to start scrolling, and then you're going to keep scrolling, and then you're going to keep scrolling, and all of a sudden it's an hour later, and that hour that you could have been sleeping and get rest, all of a sudden you scrolled Instagram, you scrolled Snapchat for like an hour, and all of a sudden you've lost that hour of sleep, and... Scientific fact says that that screen, the, the waves or whatever, the radio waves that come off of your screen actually mess with your brain and make it harder for you to fall asleep, which will continue to actually, if you read your cell phone, it'll drain your tank. All right, next one, a tank filler. Drinking a lot of water. Drinking a lot of water. That's right. Drinking water, okay? That is a good tank filler. The more hydrated you are, the better you're gonna feel. There's so many things about drinking water, all right? So we've got a lot of good fillers for our physical tank. Eating healthy, exercise, sleeping in, going outside, right? Drinking water, all of these things are really good. And I was just kidding about Chick-fil-A for the most part. Chick-fil-A once a day does not keep the dark the doctor away. The dark away. Whoa. It does keep the darkness away, though. But I mean, sure. you could pick a salad at Chick-fil-A. You could get a salad. Nobody ever does. Or a wrap. Ugh. So nope. this we do over here, apparently. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we've got our fillers. Now, let's talk about our tankers. What are things that will physically drain us? All right? Go ahead. Staying up late. Staying up late, right? What's the opposite of getting to bed early? Staying up late. Like I was talking about, we stay up late and we watch TV. We net watch Netflix. We binge on that episode. Just one more episode. Because it says, would you like to continue watching? And you're like, yes, I would. Yes, I would, right? Eating unhealthy all the time? Eating unhealthy all the time. Chick-fil-A every day sometimes can drain your tanks away, right? That's probably more accurate, all right? Right now, I don't have a kitchen because I'm remodeling my house and I have to eat out all the time. And there are not a lot of healthy choices when it comes to fast food and I feel terrible. I do, I do. All right, so let's see. Will's got another one up here. Starving yourself. 
Starving yourself, exact opposite, right? We want to eat healthy, but also starving yourself, not eating at all or trying to push through that. That is really bad. Your body goes into starvation mode. All of a sudden, it starts doing things it's not supposed to do. We need to eat some food. Cutting. Cutting. Absolutely. Right? That, that's physically, like, hurting your body. That could be very good. And then, obviously, when we're doing that, that's a sign of another one of our emotional tank, maybe even our spiritual tanks. Being empty is doing those things to, to try and fill another tank, like our emotional tank. Maybe we think it makes us feel better if we do those things, but all of a sudden, we realize it's hurting another tank in our life. Will, you got one up there. Too much time on your phone. Too much time on your phone, right? It hurts your eyes. It's bad. It's bad for your eyes. I don't know, but all that stuff, right? That, and obviously, go ahead. Wait, we got another one. Got another one? Drinking too much soda. Oh, soda. Soda. Sugar is like as bad for you as cigarettes, they, they're starting to realize. Like what? Scientists, scientists realize that like intaking a lot of extra sugar, we're supposed to have like eight teaspoons of sugar a day. And there's like... Like in our morning cereal? No, there's like uh, like a whole day, like eight added teaspoons, like the little ones. That's not the big one. That's the little one. And like there's like eight tablespoons of sugar in like a can of soda, right? So added sugar in sodas and a lot of candy and all that stuff, even cereal can be bad. What? Okay. Talking about tea. Drugs. Drugs. Absolutely. This is one of those ones that somebody might think... Oh, I need that high because I'm feeling down. And so we think it fills our emotional tank. But what it's actually doing is it's killing our lungs. All of those things can be really bad for our physical tank. And so sometimes what we see is we see that something that could be good for one tank has a cost towards another tank. And so we're going to look at the emotional tank and see how sometimes that can affect our physical tanks. Okay, so let's think about this. What would be the fillers for our emotional tank? You're feeling low, you're feeling depressed. What could you do to fill up that emotional tank? Anybody ready? Will? Hanging out with good friends. Hanging out with good friends. Guys, that's so key. The Bible lets us know that bad company corrupts good morals. Bad company corrupts good morals. So if we are choosing the wrong friends, that's going to be a tanker. But if we're choosing the right friends, that's going to be a filler. Friends that make us laugh is going to be super key, right? The Bible tells us that that laughter is a medicine to our soul. And so when we laugh, sometimes that's just so key to get around those people that are good for you. They help you make good choices. They help you laugh, all that kind of stuff. Joe, you ready? Hanging out with family? Yes, hanging out with family is super important. You have to make time. And I know in in middle school, sometimes we think, oh, my parents are so lame. We get that stereotype in our mind. But you know what? Your mom and dad... Your mom and dad love you more than anyone else on this planet. Your brothers and sisters are likely to be the lifelong friends that you've got. And so it is worth investing in those relationships, connecting. Don't blow your family off for friends. They're going to be here one minute, gone the next. Read a book. What? Read a book? That is an amazing idea. An amazing idea. Reading a book. Watching TV, watching Netflix, those could easily be tankers, but reading a book fills up your mind. It fills up your emotions. Thinking positive. Thinking positive. Very good. What we allow in our brains, what we allow ourselves to dwell on, the Bible says, think on the things that are pure and right 
and good, not to think on the junk and the garbage and the negativity that's all around in our culture. Being kind to others. Being kind. Being kind to other people fills you up. When you see someone that's getting bullied and you step in and, and take them under your wing and are just simply kind to them, don't you just feel a little bit better about yourself? Just a little bit better about your day? You're like, yeah, that felt good. That's an emotional filler. It lifts you up. Respecting your parents. Ooh, respecting your parents. That's right. That's going to fill you up emotionally as well. And it also comes with a promise from the Bible. It lets you know if when you respect, when you honor your parents, you're going to live a long, and the Bible says good, life. You ready, Joe? Therapy. Therapy. Yes. Guys, we need to talk about this because there is a stereotype out there among some people that says that therapy or counselors, that that's not cool or it's for the mentally ill. You know what? I went to a therapist and it helped me. When I was going through a really hard time, I needed somebody that I could just focus on dumping out what was hurting inside me to another human being that would help me see perspective. And guys, therapy can be life-changing. It can be emotionally filling. It's a great thing to do. If you need someone to talk to, please ask your parents if you're in that situation. I need a therapist. They're not gonna look down on you. We're not gonna look down on you. We love it. It's a great idea. Snowboarding or other fun stuff. Ooh, snowboarding or other fun stuff. Now, that is so true. Snowboarding is great because it's going to be an emotional filler if you enjoy it, but it's also a physically filling, right? Because you're out there, you're active, you're in fresh air, you're in sunshine, you're in the cold snow. It's a crisp summer or crisp winter day. It feels good. Summer day, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Okay, so those are going to be fillers, but if, you, if snowboarding's not your thing and you're like me and you eat it every 20 feet and you get a concussion and the ski lift hits you in the head, true story, last time I went, that might not be a filler for you. So insert whatever hobby you might have, right? Any particular hobby that you love could go right in there. Who's next? Sure, one more, one more filler. I can't see anybody. The lighting. Managing your impulsivity. Ooh, look at that. Managing your impulsivity. Okay, what's your impulsivity? It's a, it's a knee-jerk reaction. I want that. I must have it. I got to have it now, 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 now. That's impulsivity. And when you say, whoa, I don't have to have it, just knee-jerk, like right this second, I can manage it. I can control it. Man, that's huge. Good job. Very good, Nisha. Okay, now let's flip tankers. What tanks us emotionally? What drains that emotional high, that emotional energy and happiness right out of us? Thinking negative. Thinking negative, exactly. Thinking negative. Not talking to others. Not talking to others, yes. When we pull away from other people, we isolate ourselves a little bit, we don't share what we're thinking or feeling, man, that could be such a huge tanker. Hanging out with people that get in trouble all the time. Hanging out with people that get in trouble all the time, so true. In drama. Being involved in drama, right? I know that everyone likes to say she or he is drama and points the finger at others, but we need to look at ourselves sometimes and say, am I feeding into this drama? Am I gossiping? What am I doing? Dating relationships. Amen. Oh, dating relationships. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, if you've been coming to 4640 for any period of time, you know us pastors say, don't date till after high school. And I know you hate that we say it. I know you do. But 
We say it because we love you, because we know that most of the time you date and it might be a filler for a week or two until drama hits, right? And then all of a sudden you break up and you know what? That hurts. It absolutely hurts. You are 13 years old. You are capable of loving. You're capable of falling in love, but you're not gonna marry that person. So you fall in love and then you get your heart ripped out. And that is a huge, huge tanker. Yes, Pastor Will. Giving in to peer pressure. Yes, exactly. Feeling pressured and then giving in to that pressure can totally and completely tank you. We've got time for one more, maybe? It's our turn. Okay, sorry, Joe. Losing someone special. Losing someone special. Yes. Sometimes life circumstances can be a tanker. A close friend moves away. A close friend passes away. These kinds of things can be huge tankers in your life. Now, notice that some of these tankers you cannot control. Some of these tankers happen to you. Someone dies, you, you can't control that. But if that happens in your life, you lose your grandmother, you lose a pet that you dearly love, that's gonna pour something out of your emotional tank and you have to think, what can I do to fill up that tank again? Okay, so our last tank, we had a bunch of people raising their hands for emotional fillers and they were saying a lot of things and I said, hold on to that thought because that is actually something that will fill our spiritual tanks. And so our spiritual life is our relationship with God. It's all of these things that we involve with God. When we're saying spiritual, we're not talking about like meditating and, and all of these other things. When you start he hearing the word spiritual out in the world, what we're talking about is how am I doing with God? Am I close to God? Am I far away from God? And there's things that we can do. The, f the closer we are to God, the more the our tank will be filled. The further away from God we are, the less our tank will be filled. And a lot of people said things that would be a spiritual tank filler for an emotional tank filler. And the truth is that oftentimes our emotional tanks can be filled a ton if our spiritual tanks are getting filled as well. So let's do one over here. Praying. Praying, absolutely. Talking and praying is just a fancy church word. It's nothing big. It's not like you have to say like, Oh, thou great Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Right? We don't have to say, it's just prayer is a fancy word for talking to God. When we want to have a relationship with God, to have a relationship with someone, you have to talk to them. And that's what prayer is. Getting close to God. Getting close to God, right? And so... We, we do things like prayer and other things when we, to get close to God, that fills up our spiritual tanks. Worshiping God. Worshiping God, that's right. And so here's the thing, here's two things about worship. Obviously, when you come to 4640, you have the opportunity to worship. And that's why it's so important that when we worship, when we sing our songs, that you take that opportunity to actually focus on God, to lift your hands, to sing. Don't just use the stage as like your cup holder and you can just like drink your smoothie while you watch us play. We're not up there for your entertainment. We're up there to help you be able to fill your spiritual tank by worshiping him. And you don't just have to worship here at 4640. Go home, hop on Spotify and just type in worship and you're gonna find all sorts of other worship music and you can worship at home in your room with some headphones, walking through school. It does not just have to be something that you do here. Uh, Will? Going to 4640 Conference or Amped. Going to 4640 yes. Conference. Those are like, those are like jumping in a big old like tub of 
jello, right? Like, it, and eating it, right? It's, it's like you're going to fill. I don't even know what, but. I don't know where that came from. But Jill. you're going to just fill and get filled and fill. It's like we turned on a fire hydrant and where you're just like, ah, right? It's going right in your face. That's what 4640 conference is. You are going to walk out of a conference completely filled your spiritual tank. And that's awesome. Letting Jesus in your heart. Letting Jesus in your heart. You cannot have, it's, it's almost like you don't even, your spiritual tank will always be empty until you take that, make that decision to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, to realize that you cannot make it to heaven on your own and that you need somebody to make your sins go away. We can't get to heaven because we have, we have sin in our lives. We do bad things. And so Jesus died on the cross to forgive us of our sins. And it says in the Bible that, that who all be, believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. And so if we believe that Jesus did that and ask him to for forgive us our sins, he will fill our spiritual tanks with his love and his forgiveness. Whose turn? Reading the Bible. Reading the Bible, absolutely. Somebody just last night in a small group on Tuesday night said, hey, guess what? I've been reading my Bible every day and I feel so much happier because I read my Bible every day. Just last night, a high school student said that. And that's the thing. We read our Bibles and it fills our spiritual tank, but he said, I feel happier. That's not necessarily a spiritual thing. That's an emotional thing. And so now we're seeing doing some of these things can fill up our spiritual tanks and it can fill up our emotional tanks. Reading God's word, having wisdom in our life, it'll make us feel better, make us feel safer. Okay, so that's enough for our spiritual tank. Praying, worshiping, reading our Bible, these are all really good things. So let's talk about spiritual tankers. What are things that would just drain our spiritual tanks? These are things that, that are opposite of getting close to God. Pretty much it's things that would pull us further away from God. Not trusting in God. Not trusting in God, right? When God says, hey, trust me, don't do that thing, and you say, no, I don't trust you, God. I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway. Or we read our Bibles and it says, hey, if you do this, if you tithe, if you give me an, an offering, I will bless you. And you say, no, I don't trust you, God, with my money. All of a sudden, God can't bless you, and that drains a spiritual tank. That's absolutely something that can drain our tanks. What? Sinning, don't listening to God. Sinning? Not listening to God, absolutely. Not listening to God is a sin. And so we're gonna say sinning right there. When we do bad things, God is perfect. He never does anything wrong. And so when we sin, it affects how close God can be to us. He wants to be so close to us, but when we sin, he has to go, I, I can't be near sin. So what we have to do is we just have to ask him to forgive us for when we do those bad things and then try and change what we've been doing wrong. And then God can come back close and we can get our tanks filled up again. But absolutely, sinning is a great one. Avoiding talking to Jesus. Avoiding, not praying, avoiding talking to Jesus. And so oftentimes when we avoid talking to Jesus, it's because we feel bad or we feel guilty. It's the sin in our lives and we just go, I, don't, I can't talk to Jesus right now because I've got sin in my life and I've messed up. But God says in his Bible, it says in 1 John 3, 22, it says, let us come boldly to, what did I say? Which verse did I say? Can't remember if it was let us come boldly to the throne. Hebrews 13, nope. 1 John 3, 21, it says, dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. And so when we ask God to forgive us of our sins, we don't have to feel guilty anymore and we can come to him and we can talk to him. All right, one last one. Not going to 4640. Not going to 4640. 
We here, you have an opportunity to learn about God. You have an opportunity to experience his presence during worship. You have an opportunity to talk or get prayed for. 4640 coming every week is a great way to make sure your spiritual tank stays full. So here's what the Bible says in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. It talks about, it says, Dear friends, I hope all is well with you. That's talking about that you feel well, you feel good, you feel happy. That's talking about this emotional tank. I hope all is well with you and that you are healthy in your body. What tank is that? And are strong in your spirit. So what the Bible's saying is, hey, wait a second. These three tanks should be in proportion. All three of these together make you strong and healthy. You have to be strong and be well and be healthy and be strong spiritually. Like All three of these things have to work together. Now, a lot of people don't know that. They don't realize that they got to be strong in all these areas. So sometimes you'll encounter a friend or a situation and you'll be feeling tired, right? How many people right now are like, I am tired? You, if, when you feel tired, you have to ask yourself, this is the question. What kind of tired? Am I physically tired? Like I actually need more sleep? Am I emotionally tired? I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. I'm not having enough fun. I have too much pressure. Those are different kinds of tired, aren't they? If you take a nap, it's going to fill this tank. If you go out with your friends and laugh, it's gonna fill this tank. So let's say you're going, oh, I'm not happy right now, I'm, I'm tired. You have to ask yourself what kind of tired, right? And what if you realize that the kind of tired you are is stress and anxiety? Will it help you to sleep? No, it won't, because that's the wrong tank. That's the wrong tank. You have to ask yourself, what kind of tired? What if your answer is, I'm tired because the weight of my sin and I feel far from God. Will it help you to laugh at funny cat fails on YouTube? No, no, because that's not gonna do anything for your spiritual tank. If you're feeling far from God, get your butt here. Sign up for conference. Read your Bible, pray, because that's gonna fill your spiritual tank. If you're feeling tired physically because you stayed up last night and watched Netflix until the wee hours of the morning, then guess what? Go home and sleep. There's a time and a place to do each of these activities that are fillers on the board. But you can't just sleep if you're tired. How many of you have ever heard of a person sleeping and sleeping and sleeping and sleeping and you can tell there's something broken, they're, they're depressed, right? Sleeping doesn't fix all the kinds of tired. And that's what happens. We have to learn to ask ourselves, where am I empty? Which of my tanks? What has happened to me lately or what have I done that's tanked my tanks? And what can I do next to fill my tanks? And each one of you, as you go from like being a kid to being an adult, you're gonna have to learn to read the gas meter in each of these three tanks in your own life. When you were a kid and you got crabby and whiny and you needed a nap, what would your mom do? Make you take a nap and what would you do? I don't want a nap, right? Throw in a fit and she'd drag your butt to bed and you'd put in bed and you'd scream about how you're not tired and you'd throw your stuffed animals at the door until you fall asleep, right? 
Wouldn't that be great if they did that now? You'd be like, thank you for the nap. We wouldn't cry. through. But as we become adults, we have to learn to read our own gauges in our own lives and go, why am I tired? And what can I do to fill myself up in the right area of my life? Let's pray. Jesus, you said in your word that we can come to you when we are weary and heavy burdened. And when I asked the question a few minutes ago, so many students said, I am tired in some area of my life. And God, I ask that you would bless these students that I love so much with rest. The rest that they need, whether they need physical rest, whether they need emotional rest, or whether they need spiritual rest. God, that you would come alongside them and give them rest and let the burdens that they're feeling be made light. And God, I pray that, that if they're on the verge or we're in a cycle of self-harm, God, that you would provide hope, that you would provide the right people to talk to, to break through that cycle and fill them up in each area. And Lord, teach them to be mature, to fill themselves up in all these areas and watch their gauges. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.